Bob's in a pod. Bob's in a pod. This is Nathar Pop, and welcome to a new episode of Bob's in a Pod. We are talking movies again. After some time, true, it's been a couple of months. The last movie we discussed was the Netflix production Fatherhood, all the way back in July. Our next movie that we're going to discuss is one that features the actor Irfan in a lead role. Fun fact: This is the third movie starring him that we'll be discussing in our series, Parenting in Films. Nadir, why don't you tell us what the movie is? So the film that we are discussing today is called Namesake. It's directed by Meera Nair and it's based on the novel of the same name by Jhumpa Lahiri. The movie released in 2006 and it tells the story of the Ganguly family, first generation immigrants to the United States and their American born children Gogol that is played by Karl Penn and Sonia as played by Sahira Nair. and the two main characters uh, peter you've already mentioned one that's irfan khan who plays the father ashok and tabu who plays the wife ashima now that you're a huge movie buff did you catch the movie when it first came out in i think 2006 7 maybe released in india absolutely peter i watched it at a time when i was doing my masters so this movie really spoke to me at that point because even in the film there is a huge chunk that has to do with education and the future of kids and so on and so forth so it really did uh, connect with me at at that point in time so and it it really did have an impact uh, although <laughs> honestly i don't think i ever realized it but uh, it was an interesting film for me at that point in time what about you peter so to be honest while we were preparing for this is the first time i actually watched the movie start to finish prior to this i had actually watched it on tv so i think i'd caught like 60 or 70% of the movie but i kind of got the plot right i mean it's not like too hard and it's strange for me watching the movie i mean you said that you know you were studying when you watched it i remember watching that movie and kind of finding that story a bit autobiographical in a way because uh, a lot of like you know the characters what they were showing of ashok and ashima was kind of like what my parents story is i mean you know they left india moved uh, to uae and my brother and sister were born there i was born in bombay but i spent kind of half my life you know in uae and then later on moving in other countries so it was kind of strange just to see all of that and especially see like what the parenting characters go through right because it's very real for me no absolutely i think you definitely had uh, a much deeper understanding of what it's like to live outside india and i can totally imagine that because you you've spoken about uh, how your parents moved from india uh, in several episodes and i think the the more we hear that journey we keep learning new things uh, as well and obviously keeping today's time uh, in in perspective now the reason why i say that is 
my wife and I have this conversation on a regular basis, right? I think week in, week out, we are just we just somehow find ourselves discussing this on a regular basis about migration, and it's such a hot topic. Um, you know, when we keep hearing uh, our close friends, colleagues, even relatives for that matter, uh, move to Canada because they applied, and in a couple of years they got their PR, and you know they they've moved on, you know, lock, stock, and barrel, which brings to the point where what I was talking about, how my wife and I keep discussing that. Uh, did we make a mistake not going? Do we have ample opportunities in this country? Uh, you know, is is there a future in, in this country where we are? And every time we have reasons to believe that, yeah, I think we are pretty well settled in India and uh, we should definitely prepare our child to go abroad and I think we'll do everything in our power both financially as well as emotionally to make that happen even even though if we have to stay back. So that's why when I watched this film I think after over 10 years um, it had a very different meaning. It had a very different takeaway for me um, today when I'm watching it as a parent because I saw how Irfan Khan and Tabu, uh, who played parents in this film, how they reacted, um, you know, to moving abroad, settling down, uh, having kids, their future, and you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, had a very powerful impact uh, impact on me. Don't you think, Peter? Like when we watch it now, it's so different, and the perspectives are so different. Of course, I think that's what happens with you know any kind of art form or you, that you consume, right? Whether it is music, movies, a book, your perspective keeps changing each time you kind of revisiting it and things that you kind of took for granted at certain points, you kind of emphasize it more, you notice it more and it kind of sticks with you. So I, that's what I could relate uh, totally with the movie, right? I mean, uh, you talked about migration and, it, it, when you look at the movie, it's kind of, I think, placed, I'm not sure of the exact time, but I, I would say, like, you know, the 70s or 80s when the parents move there, because, you know, A, there's no cell phones, right? And they're writing letters, especially when the son is born to announce uh, in there. And you can also tell that, you know, people are not traveling that much back and forth. Like a trip back home to India is like a huge deal. Uh, from the states so yeah you could kind of tell like this is set in the early some part of the movie is set in the 70s and 80s and of all places they showed new york right can you imagine new york what it was like back then for indians yeah i mean and our appetite of new york has always been through you know these hollywood and international films so i think we have seen Rather, there's a visual timeline of New York, Manhattan in in our minds. <laughs> what what we've seen, uh, you know, since the 90s to now. Even even if there were period films, but for me, if if we can just you know dive straight in the in the film to understand the crux of the of what the movie is trying to tell you, is I think this this very direct dichotomy of um, typical middle class parents who are obviously not parents when they move to the US their journey when they move there when they settle there have the children 
and then it's that generation right who grow up in that country not being associated with the identity of their parents homeland so for them um, they are american right i mean carl penn who plays the son and and his sister sonia for them they are americans but at the same time there is a constant reminder from the americans the whites especially um where they're constantly reminded that they probably are not considered american because of the way they look and i think there's constant struggle where the narrative is reminding you again and again that okay these characters are indian for the parents it is very easy to accept it because obviously they've migrated but for the kids they they fall in this very strange gap you know where they know for a fact that they are american because they are born there but at the same time you know uh, the parents keep imposing these traditional cultural uh, nuances upon them and they just have to follow them for whatever reason because they're living with them so i think that's the entire crux of the film what, what do you what do you say peter what what did you notice i mean see if you look at it right this is a very typical thing i mean i can also totally relate to the characters of kalpen or his sister is when i lived in india i was seen as someone who came from abroad when i went abroad i was seen as indian and it's essentially an identity thing right uh, what is your identity really uh, there's a great scene in the movie where one of kalpen you know when he's at his girlfriend's house and a lady talks to him and says oh when did you move uh, to india and he just very point blank says as a matter of fact i'm american i was born in new york so he that scene for me is very clear that he doesn't view himself as indian he sees himself as american with indian roots he's american with indian parents and it's that kind of clash right uh if you see you're talking about like traditions and all of that this is something that actually uh, if you remember came up last year when we were talking uh to our friends in the indian dads abroad series right how you kind of want to bring up your kids in certain traditions and certain things because you grew up in there uh i make statements and i've actually kind of noticed is that indians who moved to the states canada and all of that in the 70s and 80s are still stuck in the 70s 80s india so they are more indian than indians who live in india if that makes any sense no that's a very very interesting perspective peter i actually never thought of it that way that they are probably you know version india 1.0 whereas india as a country has evolved in those many years right if if you're talking about india of the 70s versus india of the 2020s Uh, it's changed in 50 years but you're absolutely right because they don't have any other india to sort of compare to so that means even as as first generation parents just like ashok and uh, ashima they would have to keep evolving along with their kids to understand them better uh, i feel because uh, even in the film there, there's this very sweet scene where tabu comes to meet Uh, a show for the first time you know because they they're getting arranged they're sort of uh, the parents are hooking them up 
in the arranged marriage typical indian way and the first thing she notices when she reaches home are the shoes and she tries them on and you know it's it's literally saying that ah i'm you know there's there's this potential new world that that i can go to but that's the beauty of the characters that they evolve right so they were a married couple go to a whole new country they have no idea what they're doing especially the woman um because uh, she's been uprooted from india where she grew up her whole life she's never seen the world and now suddenly she's been thrown in the back of beyond of us in the winters and she has no idea what to do how to wash her clothes or how to buy groceries or what to do or what not to do and that's where the husband takes charge but when they become parents they realize that they also have to start growing and embracing things that potentially what the kids will learn in american because they will be grown up the american way i think there's a line somewhere that that says right that oh this is the american way or whatever it is and i i i found that very interesting that the parents will understand um what and how the kids live but the kids will not be able to understand where the parents have come from what do you think of that peter so i actually i'm going to hold that thought on tabu's character and you know the wife migrating and being a mother and all of that because there's a lot uh, more to talk on there but i mean if you think about it right and i'm talking putting myself in that character or that kids role you don't know different right and uh, what do you do in there because it's you take the classic example i mean take the example in the movie right where uh, the parents want to name the kid finally when he's going to school kalpen's character nikhil but all he knows is being called gogul so finally when he goes to school and says that you know what i want to be called gogul when he comes back home and says this is what i want as a 4 year old uh, tabu says to irfan khan's character right like in this country the children decide and that is a very impactful line right because it clearly tells you the distinction in the way they were brought up they're not trying to impose on their kids the way they were brought up or the things that they did when they were brought up so that clearly tells me in their parenting style where they are like you know taking a slightly a step back and kind of trying to assimilate in the country better yeah and <laughs> i i i also remember when uh carl pen brings up this whole uh, aspect that he he wants to you know change his name from gogol to nikan which is actually the backbone of the story you know hence the title name sake and uh, i mean we can go much deeper into that but the 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 that's not the point of the film i mean that's not the point of our discussion he says something very interesting that um when he says that i want to change my name and the mother's like why i mean you decide <laughs> which you said right that uh, at the age of 4 and then kalpan just suddenly turns and says hey i was 4 years old i did not know better but now i'm an adult and i i i know i want to kind of make that decision and that's where i think it it sort of hits the father which we later see right and that's where i think the whole traditional aspect of the film really comes through um as to why he was named 
Gogol because he was so inspired by the author and the book and everything. And then you start seeing slowly, slowly a lot of these other uh, cultural things. Something very uh, basic. There was one one line which I really, I really, really cracked up, where you know the kids are older, they're going to college and they're sitting and having breakfast and uh, they're having this conversation and suddenly Kalpan says, "Don't call you know you guys or something, something, something." And Tabu says, "Don't call us guys." <laughs> And I think that is such a mom thing to say, right? Because the, these parents have this whole thing about okay, our kids have to respect us, uh, and you you see the other side of it also when Carl Penn's first girlfriend Maxine, the first time she comes and meets the parents, she she goes, she kisses on the cheeks both the parents, and she she addresses them by their first name, and you could see that Ashima is so like shocked, right? That oh my god how dare she call me by my first name she should at least call me auntie or whatever i mean she obviously doesn't vocalize it but you can see it on her face that she doesn't appreciate it and just before that kalpin kind of gives this entire primer to the girlfriend that hey you know what no holding hands no pda don't do this don't do that blah 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 but you can't you can't just change somebody who's been born and brought up in that country overnight by saying okay you need to follow these steps and rules very clearly and i i just found that exchange so funny and i wanted to see how the parents react and what do they do but to my surprise they accepted her you know the way she was and they accepted the son's choice because hey you're in america and these are the things that you kind of need to do and i like that that sort of parenting peter that you've got to evolve with your kids taste and their choices what do you think i found that whole exchange very 90s america because that's what current day india is right uh, where people are calling their parents by the first name i was using the word guys uh, and all of that but uh, yeah i think you know in terms of the characters are or the parenting style is shown as very kind of progressive right uh, these are certainly not the kind of parents that i met when i lived in canada uh in there there were more of those you know you need to call people by you know auntie or uncle if they are relatives or so it it depends i mean again it depends on like i said right when they've actually moved abroad right i think parents who are now there or have spent a certain amount of time have adapted in there it's kind of like you know when you're in rome do as the romans right like they say which is certainly not actually in the movie because if you see uh while you said right that they talked about being okay with the first girlfriend but when they started out as parents when you know there's that scene where gogol is born they still are holding on to those traditions that the grandmother will give the child the name and uh, you know the doctor is just like flabbergasted he's like no in this country you can't do that you have to give the name so they were like no no there's the house name and there's the good name and the doctor is just like what the hell are they talking about right you remember that scene oh very clearly and i have i have studied and um, you know grown up with a lot of bengali so i could immediately relate because i i remember the first time i came across this concept and i'll i'll tell you why i think now the first time when i watched this film i, I remember it now 
and because of the college connection a lot of my friends and my roommate back in college when i was doing my masters they were bengalis so they they all of them had their uh, uh, you know dark dark naam which is the pet name and the bhalo naam the good name uh, and I, i found that so fascinating right that and usually how we think of pet names right that uh, for example like if Uh, i'm nadir and suddenly you you'll want to kind of condense that name even further right or oh, nads nadu whatever right but their pet names have nothing to do with their original names right like so your name could be mithin and your your pet name could be whatever like uh, babu bablu something and i was like but wait there is absolutely no connection between the two and uh, when i saw that scene i was like yeah i i totally understand what this is all about because yeah i i've i've experienced this and i have i've i've had bengalis explaining this entire situation to me of having dark naam which is pet name and and bhalo naam so good exchange i mean good good piece of insight over there yeah and also through the movie right you see both the characters of irfan and tabu kind of going through struggles right whether it is dealing with your children's choices as uh, teenagers because the fact that you know gogol decided to go to yale changing his name to nikhil and then later he's known as nick like these are things that they are, they i mean essentially you can't be prepped for this or there's no handbook that you get right when you become a parent it's just something that you learn and have to deal with or even like having to accept your choices having to accept your kids choices as adults i mean uh, you see that transition right you talked about uh, the character of kalpen having the american girlfriend and you know tabu not being okay with it but fast forward towards the end of the movie uh, her daughter is now dating someone who's american and when someone remarks to her that oh my god how is this she clearly says like you know times have changed so as parents you've seen them grown through the film also exactly which is i think very important and and i brought that up in the beginning also that i think more than the kids the parents need to evolve because there's a certain maturity that they gain over the years right and and the kids have to are still on that that journey which is also very interesting in the film because the contrast is so stark where they start off uh by living alone the husband ashok is is involved into everything right he goes and gets the groceries you see him making uh tea you see him at some point helping her out or at least showing that at least telling his wife that i will show you how to wash clothes over here because when you wash the clothes all my clothes have shrunk and it's expensive we don't make that kind of money so very interesting i i like that balance and over the years obviously she's learned but there's one thing that i think really affects tabu's character ashima is the fact that how does she beat loneliness and i think this must be the story of so many immigrants right not just who went from india but all over the uh, i mean across all developing nations who have showed up in developed nations i think loneliness is such a huge factor for them and i think that's one of the reasons why i think both my wife and i are constantly battling that we've grown up in india in comfort in privilege 
we've we've had help around we've had families we've lived in a house at least somebody like me i've never had to deal with rent ever in my life except for the two years that i studied um, outside my hometown but otherwise it's it's been so comfortable and then we are thinking that if we have to shift somewhere are we willing to give up all of this are we willing to give up these privileges you know lead a life all by ourselves uh, plow the 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 walkway when it's snowing and things like that i think this this movie puts that in perspective and i think you can <laughs> make a choice very clearly today that hmm, does it is it really worth you know going abroad now so yeah i get where you're coming from i mean in terms of you know for me it was very different i spent a lot of my formative years abroad and yeah you know shoveling the snow when it's minus 20 is no fun but like any habit or anything you kind of get used to it right that's how if you don't shovel the snow you can't take your car out it's as simple as that so you just kind of do it right or even kind of mowing the lawns or doing chores or doing things around the house uh it's one of those things that you get used to i've been kind of lucky to get both perspectives because i spent a lot of time like you know abroad alone so i didn't have help i didn't have family around in there so i kind of get you know tabu's character about the whole loneliness i mean god i can't believe but i lived abroad in a time where there was no whatsapp yeah let that sink in i mean making those skype calls and trying to you know match the time differences and all of that there's a lot that goes into it uh in there and i mean when i was watching you know ashma which is tabu's character in there it kind of brought back to mind like the stories my mom told me of when she moved to abu dhabi in the early 80s right what it was like and if you think about it uae was is still like a 3 hour flight away but these were still the 80s so it was very different back then and also you see in tabu's character the sacrifices that she has to make right uh, the movie kind of ends completing the story arc with her at least but you kind of see just the journey she, that she's gone through as you know a wife a mother and all of that and it's so beautiful just to see that and how she's grown as a person so you know there's so many things i mean like this one point you know where uh, there's a nice line where she's telling her colleague at the library that you know i lost the company of my parents when i first came to the country and now i feel i'm losing my family all over again and when you think about it those are really like strong sentiments right of where she's coming from that's how she really feels about how her kids no longer are staying with her in there right very very profound words i feel i think what i really took away from this film is the fact that indian parents irrespective of where you are in the world right whether you are in your own country or you've migrated or whatever right every indian parent i think has certain milestones that they they want to reach okay um first uh, i my i need to sort out my education then comes marriage and settle down both professionally and personally then have kids then kids education tuitions running extra classes soccer whatever whatever right then comes 
their marriage, whether that's through arranged marriage or whatever it is, acceptance and all of that, then grandkids, and then you kind of settle down and say, ah, you know what, I'm done. That's it. My life is done. I think I've achieved whatever I wanted to achieve. Now I can retire, sing, do whatever that I, I kind of feel like. I don't know if today's parents actually want to follow that arc in such a linear and direct manner. It to me it it doesn't make sense because things have changed, we are moving fast, we also want to have fun at our you know, by ourselves. So um if you watch this movie today, you might kind of question that journey. What do you think, Peter? I'm just glad that Karan Johar didn't make this movie because he would have taken so much creative liberty at the end of the movie. You'd be like <laughs> going to your parents and hugging them and oh my God, thank you for the sacrifices that you made for us. He would have done that kind of job. But uh, on a serious note to what you said, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you have to put it into context. Like this is, I feel this movie is a kind of a reflection of, you know, the 80s 90s i would say because i would put that uh in there because they don't they show them with cell phones right they're still not showing them uh doing skype calls or things like that this movie kind of captures you know the indian immigrant experience in that time life has changed so much more uh since the early 2000s right and every two three years Technology has advanced at such a rapid pace, right? I mean, just to give you a simple example, even though half my family lives abroad, last year, thanks to Zoom, we were all doing calls, right? And uh, everyone is far more comfortable with that, which in a way, as cliche as it is, makes this world seem a bit, a bit smaller, right? So I would say like, it's a good movie and it just something that you should just be grateful for or thankful for because it captures the struggle of uh, Indian parents who live abroad really and it doesn't kind of hold back or kind of you know rose tainted there it's basically a raw experience in there so I'm glad it wasn't made by Bollywood because we've seen all the Bollywood films that are made of uh, Indians abroad right what they are like because they only live in mansions no one has to do the lawns or do anything right bang on uh i mean it's it's not an escapist film it's it's a film if somebody probably genuinely is looking at migrating and this might give a, a simple glimpse into the struggles the hardships the milestones and how you how do you achieve them obviously i mean nobody watches a movie and decides the fate of of their their life but uh, I think it'll be it'll be a fun watch, especially I think you can watch it with your spouse and I don't know, decide what you want to do, stay in your home country or move abroad for a for a better future. I, I think that's that's what the movie is trying to tell you that, um, hey, if you want a better future, decide if you want to move or you want to stay back, hang back and, and see where it all goes. Or 25 years later, come back to India, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, what, I really liked one thing. Oh, you know what? Six months I will stay here and then six months I'll go back to India. And, and I'm like, hmm, that's convenient. Yeah, but that is right. I mean, if you think about it, how many Indian parents uh, of a certain age would like to spend like six months in the snow, right? Where it's 
like actual snow, not like the one that you see in Switzerland, which is nice and fluffy. And also more <laughs> importantly, it's like dark, man. Like you literally have like four, five hours of sunlight. It's not fun. Trust me. But uh, let's, let's end with some fun. Let's end with our favorite lines from the movie. Uh, why don't you tell us which ones you, which really stuck for you, Nadir? I think the first one I already mentioned earlier, which is when Tabu says, tells her kids, don't call us guys. <laughs> and I just started laughing. I paused the film and I was like, ha ha ha, this is such a parent thing to say. And the reason why I connect with it is because I work with a lot of, uh, you know, youngsters at, at my workplace. And these 20-somethings, when they're talking to board of directors, when they're pitching their ideas, and, you know, just very unknowingly, unwittingly, they'll call 40-something, then 50-somethings, by the way, you guys and this guys, and then I'm like, oh God, stop calling these people guys, they have 30 years of experience. So I I totally connected with, with that line. And on a more emotional side, I think towards the end when um, Irfan Khan is talking to his four-year-old um, when they are at the uh, at the beach and he says, will you remember this day, Google? And Google responds, how long do I have to remember? And then he responds by saying, remember this always. And I think that's just so beautiful, the moment between the father and the son. So yeah, these two lines were something that really kind of um, had an impact on me. What about you, Peter? So for me, the two few lines that I actually liked was at the start of the movie, right? Because it, it is kind of cliche, but uh, Irfan's character says, right? My grandfather said, that's what a book's for, to travel without moving an inch. And he says it in context to the character who's kind of encouraging him to go abroad and better his life. Even the last kind of part, and for me, that was the most poignant part when, you know, Irfan actually talks to Karl Penn's character and tells him the real reason why, you know, he's named, or he gave him the name Google. And, you know, as a reaction, he says to him that, is that why you kind of don't, uh, do you always remember the incident uh, when you say my name? And he says, no, I actually am grateful for every day that followed after it. It's been a gift. And that is such a parenting thing to say, but that's such a beautiful moment in there, right? Really beautifully done that, you know, he used that incident, which a lot of people would have looked at as, you know, traumatizing or with a negative connotation kind of transformed it and completely looked at it from a different perspective. So I thought that was a very beautiful moment. True. That that scene was uh, very, very, uh, it, it hits you. It, I mean, especially now that you have parents, anything to do with parenting in films, which is even minutely soft and emotional kind of hits you. So, yeah. But... All in all, I think it's a it's a great film. Even though it's fifteen odd years now old, it's it's still a great watch. Cinematically speaking, very well structured. But from a story standpoint, I think you can still connect with those characters and the storyline because it's very prevalent even in today's day and age. True. I mean, like every day, possibly, or I don't know how many people are actually immigrating now, but. In pre-COVID times, I'm sure every day there were a few hundred 
if I'm just saying few hundred, but far more number of uh, Ashoks and Ashma who are moving abroad to different countries around the world to start their lives afresh, right? So it's still relevant and it's still important. True. And this brings us to the end of our uh, analysis of namesake. If you guys have any suggestions or if you all have a different point of view on this film, especially the parent characters of Ashok and Ashima, do write to us at popsinapod at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Just search for popsinapod. If you feel like recommending some film where you think that there are some very good parenting characters, do write to us. In fact, we recently received some very good suggestions from some of you guys. So thank you for that. But if you'll have any more, well, our eyes and ears are always open for good suggestions. All right. We'll see you guys next week then. Bye-bye.